Hi there, and welcome to the Love or Leave the Law podcast with your hosts, Adam Olette and Casey Berman. Hey there, welcome back to Love or Leave the Law podcast with Adam Olette, myself, and Casey Berman. Say hey. Hi, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about the need for us, once we become a lawyer, an attorney, we identify with the identity of being a lawyer. And, and if you've been practicing for any appreciable amount of time, you go out in the public and you're networking or you're just meeting people or at a party, people ask you, what do you do? It's hard to stop saying, I'm a lawyer, I'm an attorney. It's difficult. And this is part and parcel of letting go of that. We never stop being lawyers because we train to be lawyers. It's ingrained in our blood. And I was, uh, I practiced 18 years and that's a long time. That was, uh, over a third of my life, I was a lawyer and upwards of half of my life. And when I look back on it, I still want to tell people I am a lawyer or an attorney when I go out to parties, but I understand that that's not who I am anymore. It's a part of who I am. And now I'm teaching attorneys uh, a bunch of stuff about how I was able to run a successful law practice. But I know this is something, Casey, that you run into a lot with your clients. Tell us more about this problem and what you've seen in your own life and your customer clients' lives. Yeah, it, it's a big issue, you know, that I run at uh, that I run into at LeaveLawBehind.com. As you know, I help people to uh, explore leaving the law for alternative uh, careers, non-law jobs, and so on. Um, one of the we're talking now about the obstacles that get in the way. In a past podcast, we talked about. Uh, the fears that get in the way of us leaving the law. I encourage you guys to to check that out and and listen to that one. One of the other obstacles, one of the major obstacles we run into is what Adam was talking about is this this identity, this need to cling to our identity um, as an attorney. And it gets in the way primarily because we for people that I work with, uh, when they think about leaving the law behind and moving into another job, one they're going to hopefully like, one that's in alignment with their unique genius, their skills and strengths, one that pays them the amount of money, on and on. There are a lot of really good qualities that are in alignment. But once they realize that it's getting close, they, this fear, this obstacle will usually come about, and that is, oh, my God, I can't call myself an attorney anymore, <laughs> really. There was a woman I was working with. She was in-house counsel, um, didn't like it really because of even though she was out of a law firm, it still was being a lawyer and it wasn't proactive enough. Uh, she felt that uh, she was just reviewing documents. There was actually a lot of stress and a lot of reasons why this in-house counsel job didn't work for her. So she wanted to leave the law and her unique genius, her skills and strengths really aligned with a lot of different things. She was pretty technical. She could get into uh, a project management uh, she was very interpersonal. She could have done sales or account management, but she chose to go into compliance um, because it was more in line with being an attorney. It, it kept her as the adult in the room and so on. And and I think it was a good shift for her in some ways, but I'll never forget her saying when I asked her, you know, are you sure you want to take this compliance job? She said yes, because it enables me to continue to kind of still be an attorney. Mm. I said, OK, I have to admit I was. A little disappointed. Um, I think she could do so much more in another role, but that's fine. It's a first step for her, which is great. But this idea of that, I still can kind of want to kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of be an attorney. 
I think was was cutting herself short and not giving herself enough credit. And really what it came down to is she wanted to be able to say that she's in compliance, but that she does legal and she's still kind of an attorney. And this is okay. It's totally understandable because as attorneys, we don't know much else that's out there. Really think about it. In career services, in our law schools, we learn transactional jobs. We learned about litigation jobs. And that's really about it. Maybe we learned about government, maybe policy, obviously academia, if your if your grades were were high enough, uh, mine weren't, mm-hmm. but if your grades were high enough, but really it was be a transactional lawyer or be a litigator or somewhere in between. And so the first reason, one of the main reasons why we cling to our identity as an attorney is because it's a safe haven for us. We don't know what other identities there are out there. We don't know how great it is to be a, a VP of this or director of this or or just not really have a title. So the main one way to get beyond this obstacle of clinging to an identity as attorney is to go see what else is out there. Um, talk to me, talk to Adam, talk to your friends, look at LinkedIn. Go to, for example, go to Google.com, go to Uber.com and see all these new jobs, whether it's technology or not. There are so many new jobs out there that are so cool that after you uh, align, after you work in them a while and become familiar, you can really, really align with them. Um, and what this means is, you know, we we don't want to gain a new identity because instead we sort of fall back on all of the good stuff or the thing we the stuff we think is good that an identity as a lawyer affords us, which is the stature, the smarts, the security, the social approval. You know, even in today's day and age, a lot of that still comes with with being an attorney. And um, that sounds fine, but you know what? You can really get a lot of that and more with other jobs out there. But it's it's jumping ahead and realizing that we can align our skills and strengths, we can align our self-worth and our identity with another professional title. Um, there's some other I want to get into, but Adam would love to get your thoughts on on this first idea of that, uh, you know, really this is all the only thing we've known is our identity as an attorney. Well, First and foremost, people respect attorneys, but they're also afraid of them. I mean, let's put it that way. Why are people afraid of attorneys? Because all we have to do is write a letter and say we're going to sue, and we can practically ruin a normal person's lives, their life. And so as a result of that, people do have respect, but it is a guarded respect. And we are looked down upon in today's world and probably for the last 20, 30 years, because there are some of us, more than likely nobody listening to this podcast, that have used that influence and that power to do some wrong stuff. I mean, let's just be honest here. We are, um, why does the law suck? We've talked about that. Well, part of the reason is because it's difficult to be a lawyer today because there is a lack of respect in some instances. And so when I go out and I talk to people and, hey, what do you do? I'm an attorney. And some people will actually joke with me. Oh, geez, sorry about that. And I'd be like, and I joke back. Oh, I don't do personal injury and I don't do criminal law because those are really the areas of law. And I'm not pointing fingers at anybody out there because I know a lot of good personal injury lawyers and I know a lot of good criminal lawyers. But those two sets, there are some in those sets of of lawyers that uh, don't play by the rules, we, we can say, and yeah. give us uh, a uh, bad name, I guess you can put it that way, as uh, a profession. But there are bad apples in every profession. I mean, it doesn't matter what profession you're in, regardless. But the thing is, we identify with it because it does bring us some strength. It does 
come with it some power. And so when I yeah. walk in a room, six, nine, 290 pounds, and I say I'm a lawyer, people want to hire me to be their bodyguard, you know, first and foremost. But, but then when I add lawyer on top of it, and I have to say, look, I, I've done real estate law, which then it kind of puts them at ease because if, you know, I was uh, a litigator, which I did do some of, they, they kind of would maybe piss themselves a little bit, I yeah. hate to say it, but that some people will do that anyways, because I am a little bit scary. And now that I had to shave my head because I lost a lot of my hair over the years, I look even scarier. And the goatee doesn't help. But when people get to know me, they know I'm a, I'm a big softy for the most part. But we like being in positions of power. Yeah, we do. And you know this, Casey. I mean, this is part of, of the culture that lawyers have created over the years. And it's hard to give that up because if you go it out is. and you say, I am X or Y or Z, it doesn't have that same kind of zing to it as a, being a lawyer. But as we've commented on multiple times and we're going to continue to talk about, if you don't love it, who cares what your identity is attached to? Your life is probably miserable with the career. And if that's the case, who gives a shit what the title is after your name? JD, ESQ, who cares, really? It, well, it doesn't lend to living a happy, joyful life. That's the, I mean, and that's really the point. The point is just that. Uh, we can have the power and the stature, but if we're not happy, what's the point? And, you know, maybe the point is I will just suppress that. I won't be happy and I will find uh, value and self-worth in those instances where I can be scary or where people do compliment me on being an attorney or where they do give me that look that they know I'm smart. Okay. Uh, doesn't seem that scalable to me. Doesn't seem that authentic and genuine. And the other thing that is when you do leave the law, a lot of those smarts and stature and respect you can find elsewhere. Oh, yeah. You can find it in technology. You can find it in research. You can find it elsewhere. There are so many other ways to find that type of of, of stature and power. Um, you know, maybe it's not power from sending a nasty letter, but it's power from all of a sudden having a lot of money now because you worked at a company and you made a good money and now you can make investments or fund things you've always wanted to do. It's a stature and power of just authentic, sincere connections with people that you work with now at your job or a nonprofit, and you can really drive change that way and be respected. So, you know, with this first point around just wanting to align ourselves with the identity of being an attorney because it affords us all of the stuff we want, it's not affording, if you're listening to this, it's not really affording you happiness. And there's a lot of other jobs and roles out there that can get you everything you want, stature, social stability, et cetera, et cetera, and also happiness. Yeah, and the other thing to look at, and so, you know, we're taking the tact in these couple episodes, uh, multiple, multiple episodes, but uh, the ones we're recording right now, we're, we're taking the tact of how to leave the law. What are the major obstacles to leaving the law? But one of the things that we will discuss in depth and we can talk about right now is there are so many different parts of the law that you might align with. And so when we talk about leaving the law, in some instances, for some of you, it will be leaving the area that you know so well. And so right. this is always an option. I have talked to multitudes of people, and um, there are some that, yeah, you know what? Maybe I will explore this kind of law or that kind of law, depending on, I mean, we, we all know, and we've talked about it before, transactional and litigation. Those are the two main tracks, but those two tracks are broken up into 
thousands of niches, literally. And so um, the other thing to think about with this is to look at the perspective that you hold in life about anything. Um, for many years, I didn't particularly like litigation, but the, once I started to realize my beliefs created my reality, and there's a uh, six or seven minute insight about this, and it's only touching on this topic of beliefs creating your reality, but understanding that your beliefs about anything create your world around it. And so when I started looking at, you know, I hated litigation. I hated it. But there were parts of and types of litigation that I didn't hate. Like I could not stand family law. I couldn't deal with another case. And I had so many people asking me to do it because they knew I was honest. I had integrity and that I wasn't going to screw them around and that I was going to try to get their case settled as quickly as possible. But I didn't like it because there was so much infighting in these cases and there was so much personal baggage that it was hard to be a lawyer in that. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Anybody that's in, per, that's in family law, I, I give kudos to you because it is, it's difficult to be. You have to have thick skin, and you really have to distance yourself from people going through one of the hardest things that they've ever been through in their life. Aside from death, divorce is number two. So I started looking at how can I really help people and continue to be in quote-unquote litigation, and I found some stuff where breach of contract actions, helping people in business with business problems, and do I did some minor foreclosure defense where people had been wronged by lenders or were just trying to get a few months to help them to refinance or maybe even to modify their loan. That kind of stuff really interested me, and I enjoyed it, and I set up systems to run that kind of stuff where paralegals did a lot of it, so I wasn't involved in, in a lot, and then I had associates that would go to court for me, so I I just handled client relations, and that, to me, was my strong suit, and yeah. so... There are loads of ways to understand that you don't have to shed your identity as a lawyer just yet, but there is a lot of you that do want that. They, you want that off of your back, and we're here to offer you multiple points of view. Um, and so whatever your path is, I, uh, I, I bless you on your path because yeah. it is difficult to be a lawyer today, and I know this. I understand that. And so when we look at shedding this uh, identity, it's it's okay to feel that for a while until you make your transition out and be okay with it. But you can always say, well, I was an attorney, but I found my love doing X or Y or Z. If you still think people care, because most of the time people just, they don't care. They're so wrapped up in their own worlds that they may care for about two seconds. And then after that, they're thinking about something else. So regardless, yeah, it doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks. Unless you, you can. know what it does. And I think, you know, another aspect of this identity is not only us not knowing what other identities are out there, but there's a huge need from us attorneys to know that we got a, a return on investment, an ROI on all the work we put in. Well, I see from Leave Law Behind when I work with people so much, they say, well, you know, I, I'm not happy being an attorney. Well, why do you stay? Well, I've just put in so much time. I have student loans. I spent so much time in law school. I took the bar. I passed it. I have been eight years as an attorney, da-da-da-da, and I, I want to get more out of it. I, I want to get a return. And what I say to that is, one, uh, you've probably already gotten your return already. Uh, you have a ton of skills that are transferable. 
Um, I've written an article about this. There are so many skills that we attorneys have from upselling, being the adult in the room, uh, understanding compliance, uh, risk mitigation, putting out fires, psychologists. You know what, what you do. You know how great you are. Well, guess what? That's not just reserved for the, the legal world. Uh, companies all over need that. Uh, there's a story I told of a client who left being a, an attorney with a California state. She ran very long, 10-month-long trials, herding cats, getting deadlines met, so on and so forth, managing a team. Well, she left the law and is now director of uh, operations and logistics for a tech company that sells things online. And she's about being getting things from point A to point B to point C so they can sell it. And she's also the adult in the room with a, a younger uh, executive suite. So, you know, you look at her skills were totally transferable from a state organization to now a, a tech company. And so the first thing I want to say is you're, you've gotten that return. We've gotten that return on investment. And now you can take it to, to other jobs that, that really, really call for it and where you can be happy. And the last point I want to make, which, which was on your point is, you know, when you realize that, uh, uh your identity can align with other jobs. When you realize that you've already gotten a return on all the effort that you've put in, here's the good news. You ready? We never stop being an attorney. Never. You go out there and say, well, you know, I'm director of logistics or I do this. Uh, when I practice a, a law for 10 years, you, you practice law? Every You can still tell people you're an attorney. It's yeah. on your resume. It's on LinkedIn. You can bring it up in conversation. And I have been out of law since 04. And I will tell you that there's a level of respect. There are comments that are made when it comes to the consulting work I do, when it comes to a lot of the work I've done in tech. Well, you know, let's let Casey handle that because why? They don't say that loud, but it's because he's an attorney. He's smart. He's uh, uh, responsible. He's disciplined. He can talk to the attorneys on the other side. Um, I wear glasses. Seriously, I wear glasses. I look even smarter. So the uh, good news about all of this, we've talked about how you can align your identity with something else. But the great news is we can have our cake and eat it too. We can also still be attorneys. And what's awesome is that we're we're gonna when you leave the law, you're around people who aren't attorneys and they don't even know what we do. They think we do so much as attorney. They're even more in awe of it. Uh, and because uh, they have no idea what it what it takes to be an attorney anyway. So we, we're going to I want to we're going to close down this episode. But I just want to talk about identity being an obstacle to leaving law. It doesn't have to be. There's new identities that you can align with. Um, you've probably already gotten a return on investment on your law school. And believe it or not, you can still keep calling yourself an attorney and, and receiving that level of respect and stature that that we've always wanted uh, in the first place. Well, let me jump in and talk before we end about return on investment. And I'll touch briefly on the fact why uh, attorneys are also in high regard. Because, you know, getting to a point where you pass the bar is a big deal. I mean, it is. Uh, there are some people I know that have never passed the bar still. They just gave up uh, because it is difficult to get past law school one and then the bar two. And then figuring out how to be in a niche and then learning it. I, I think part of my biggest issue, Casey, with leaving was, you know, uh, I was probably about three or four years ago where I just decided I was going to transition out and I was going to set the companies that I had up to run without me. And, and when I looked at it, I'm like, man, you know what? I really love a lot of what I'm doing and I really know it. 
I know it in such a profound and deep way that I am an expert. And I understand the bar rules and the horse shit about, uh, you know, you can't call yourself an expert unless you have a certification, blah, 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 whatever. But I never cared about that. I, I knew that I, anybody that walked in my office, I could answer any single question because I had been through thousands and thousands and thousands of different situations and have seen everything under the sun. And so I think part of my problem, and I know this is a big problem for a lot of people that think about leaving law, is like, man, I have paid my dues. I've done all this. I know what I'm doing. Why would I leave the that comfort, that certainty yeah. right, the, that we talked about in the last one of the last episodes on fear? Why would I leave that to go do something else when I might have to learn a whole new set of everything? Right. But I said to myself, yes. I know it. I know it like nobody's business, but it's boring me now. (laughs) It's like how many uh, litigations can you handle where it's business litigation? And yes, there's different participants, blah, blah, blah. There's different sellers and buyers in real estate transactions. There's different people that come in for estate planning, but it's all the same. It's the same forms. It's just a little different here and there. And so for me, I just was like, yes, but there's something new on the horizon. And yes, I had to go out and spend $50,000 traveling around the country and learning how to do this idea of uh, putting myself out there and teaching and how do I share it online and and how do I get the message out and all this stuff. And this is why Casey and I work together because we help each other to do that. We've um, come together to help you, but we also help each other in terms of ideas and how do we get in front of attorneys that need our help. And I spent years to do that, but also... I understood I spent three years in law school and a whole lot more money than I spent training myself on this new uh, type of career. And I can tell you that this is my unique genius. This is my life purpose. And I absolutely love it. I mean, Casey and I sit here and record most of these episodes on our day off on Saturday. It's a Saturday today. We absolutely love this stuff. And so when we talk about living and walking the talk and walking the walk, we do it. Because... And you know, one one advice I give when I talk to, uh, on that note, when I talk to people about their unique genius and, you know, w- w- should I go try this? Should I try marketing? Should I try a nonprofit? Should I try this? And I heard some great advice, which was volunteer. Volunteer. Check it out. Yeah. See if you like it. And I, this goes to us saying, well, I'm only going to do it if, you know, we get a whole big deal. Go check it out. Do, I mean, Adam, you and I are volunteering right now. We're yeah. volunteering our time with something that we love, which is speaking and teaching and video and the internet and getting, we're volunteering right now. And I, and, and, you know, when it, it's giving our own time to doing it is, is a real uh, indicator of just how much you enjoy it. Yeah. One of the things I did as I knew I was going to transition out is I started to learn what I knew I needed to learn to do this new career. And what was that? Well, I started to do some online classes on how to record video, how to use the technology that we're using right now to help you. And then I started doing it in the current businesses that I had. I was recording webinars and I never knew how to do. And I was recording videos for YouTube and learning how to do the video editing and all that stuff. And it's similar to um, my shorter half, and she's in the law still, 
But I think at some point she's going to transition out because she loves horses and she has a, an inordinate amount of knowledge on how to care for horses and, and horse feed. And she has a couple off-the-track thoroughbred racehorses that she can develop an online program for. And so when I look at her and, and her unique genius, it lies in horses. And so the other thing she can do with her law degree with that is to help horses that need legal assistance, which is something she will do at some point. Um, but she's exactly like you, Casey, like me. And a lot of the people that were on the fence, she has these same problems. And even though she's got a built-in coach, she still has a lot of uncertainty around, well, what is it that I should be doing? And people have to figure that out for themselves. And no matter who you have around you, no matter how much expertise you have around you, you have to figure it out for yourself. But That's right. A lot of times it takes reaching out for help and asking the right questions so that you can help you on your path. If you get stuck, I understand being stuck. I've been there. I've coached and consulted with plenty of people that were stuck and helped them move past their sticking points. But don't stay stuck forever. That's don't right. Do it. It's not worth and it. And don't let your identity, this need to align with an identity, keep you stuck. There are ways to move forward. There are ways for our ego to align with other type of, of jobs. And most importantly, we're not here, and I've learned this a lot from Adam, we're not, we're not here about the ego. Uh, it is there. It's always there. But it's really about the soul and the spirit, which comes to happiness, which comes to who we really are, and really understanding that when you when you find a job out there that might be the furthest thing from the law, but it really connects with your skills and strengths. You really are good at it. You really add value. And most importantly, you're not bored with it, but you're excited about it. It stretches your comfort zone. You know, that is really where you have growth. That's really where you expand and you really help people. Yeah. And, and to leave this episode, let's talk about one last thing for a brief minute. And that is, don't ever think that leaving the law is failing. Because I think that's a big fear for a lot of people. And we'll wrap this episode up, which will connect with the episode that we recorded on fear and, and unknown and stuff like that. The only person that would feel you're a failure is you. And if yeah. you're listening to your intuition, you're listening to your heart space, which I talk about in my book, which we will talk about, uh, Heart Math, the book. Read it. Read it. It's amazing. Scientific uh, probing and, and um, scientific evidence that our heart has its own consciousness. When I read this book, I'm like, oh my God, yes, this is exactly what I had been intuiting. You know, you can listen to two, two places, your mind, which is always going, which doesn't give you a very good set of information. And, or you can listen to your heart space. It has its own brain cells. It's, it's amazing. The, the stuff we don't know and human beings don't know all that much, but what we're doing here with this podcast is sharing what we do know. And so if you like us and you think you uh, have a friend or someone else that you think might benefit from this information, we really hope that you will share this because this is all about us being of service to you, our community of lawyers, and our profession. This is That's all right. we're about. And so whether we do stuff for free or we sell stuff to lawyers. This is all about us sharing our knowledge. And we understand that the knowledge that we bring to this will help a lot of people. So if you know of anybody, please uh, share this podcast with them uh, because this is what our mission is, is to help you and people like you.
Casey, Great. anything else to wrap this episode up? That's it. Uh, really happy to have you guys for the podcast. Please uh, check out the previous ones we've recorded. Please join us for uh, new ones as they as they come down the pike. And just you know, as we look at the obstacles that are preventing us from from leaving the law, uh, there are so many ways for us to find new identities that align with us and for us to keep uh, the everything we're after with regard to aligning to an attorney, the stature, the the social standing, the security, the money, and so on. And, and the world is just so abundant with so many other jobs and opportunities and possibilities for us to uh, align our identity with, with something else, while at the same time continuing to tell everyone, yeah, I was an attorney. That's right. We will see you next week. Have a good one. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.